are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, it's been a while since we've done this, but it is a Monday, so trying to get back into the groove. The swing of things, if you will, are weekend takeaways, observations, and what we learned about the Tampa Bay Rays and baseball in general from the past couple of days, the weekend, that is. What do you got? Well, I learned something I didn't want to learn, Mm -hmm. which was uh, another setback uh, for uh, the Rays, Yanni Chirinos apparently had a surgery on his elbow, a fracture on his elbow mm-hmm. on mid-September, I believe se- September 22nd or so, and had surgery the, the, the week following that. He that This means that he won't be ready to be on a mound uh, after spring training has begun. So his rehab would take him in late April and uh, early May. So we could see him on a major league mound taking the ball, let's say mid-May, late May, if everything goes perfectly. But with Ray's injuries, Kevin, usually not everything goes best-case scenario. No. Uh, By the way, with Yanni Trinos, over under 75 innings pitched in 2022 with this setback in mind. I mean, you got to hold it. You know, if the the guy hasn't pitched more innings in 2020 – didn't pitch at all in 2021 and now has a fractured elbow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if 75, if you're even going to put 75. So yeah, you would hope for more, but I I would have to go uh, conservative here and and go under. Yeah. I think they would definitely want to take their time with him and ease him back into whatever role that is. Maybe it's a one inning guy, then a two inning guy, then all right, we'll give you some bulk options and bulk opportunities here and there. Maybe sort of like they, slow play drew rasmussen with maybe they do the same right with yanni torinos it's just you never know with those elbow injuries those arm injuries it can change the complexion of a guy's career it can ruin a guy's career so yeah uh i guess working in yanni's favor is he's a pretty hard worker and he has a strong athletic build but sometimes that doesn't matter with your elbow a little little bone here and there i mean we so many it, it the the list of Pitching injuries, I just, it's unbelievable what has happened over, really, this has been a trend for a while now, but yeah. a lot of Rays pitchers over the years have have had some injuries here and there. But, uh, and, and I also wonder this about Yanni is uh, if this will change his repertoire a little bit, maybe to take stress and pressure off his arm and elbow, maybe he scraps the four-seamer. Yeah. Maybe he throws fewer split changes. Maybe he just becomes a two-pitch pitcher until he feels comfortable working in a third pitch. So uh, I think uh, it's safe to say that our prediction or our guess a couple weeks ago that Yanni Chirinos would have a spot in the rotation, it might be a little bit delayed. Yeah. So as of right now, uh, just kind of piggybacking off of that, today 
what would be your opening day rotation? One through five. What I think or what I want, because those are two different things. Because Ooh. if I have if I had command of this thing, Shane Boss is making the opening day roster. But we all know he okay. won't. We all know he won't. So everybody stop saying that he will. What you want, what you want as the opening day rotation, and we have to take Torinos out of the fold. So I take Boz, McClanahan, Rasmussen, Patino. And in that fifth spot, that's the one everybody wants. Yeah. Make it Yarbs. Make it Fleming. Make it Dietrich Enns. Make it Tommy Romero. Sneak in a Jalen Beeks maybe uh, uh, as a mm-hmm. bulk guy. Maybe a Waka type. And by Waka type, I mean a Waka that's resigned, that promises, Pinky promises, and maybe does a blood pact to never throw cutters again. That type of Waka. Yeah. And or an, a Waka type guy. Uh, that's the fifth spot. That Brent Honeywell is in that conversation too. I mean, there mm-hmm. there there are names for that fifth spot, um, but though that's my ideal. Just go with your your four guys. Just just yeah. give them the time so that by September, October, when you don't want them to break because of the pressure, they've been there, they've done that. Give them the time, but we all know that's not going to happen. Yeah, you never know. I, I do like that idea and really that order, too, of Shane Boz, McClanahan, Rasmussen, yeah. Patino, and then that fifth spot could be Yarbrough slash Waka, something along those lines. Uh, anything else from this weekend that piqued your interest? Actually, yeah, I do. I do have a little bit of a thing um, I wanted to surprise you with. Okay. Uh, this is me uh, at my most ultimate uh, football here. <laughs> Apparently, nobody else in NFL has thrown 600 touchdown passes except for tb12 who yes. did that yesterday mike evans who re, who who got the touchdown pass gave the ball away the football away the fan obviously was very nice I and mean, he gave the ball back to tom brady he received a game ball apparently a thousand dollars to be used in the team store mm. and then tom brady said that he uh he might send him a helmet i think a signed helmet with the with a signed jersey kevin if Evan Longoria mm. were to return to the race and his 400th home run, which could be attainable if he goes off, but we'll see that. In I this would say scenario, a very low chance that it, that's attainable. It, in this scenario, when he hits 80 more bombs in the next four years or five years, and he signed with the race in 2025, 2026, mm-hmm. maybe to say goodbye to the trop in 2027. Yes. You catch that ball, Kevin. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you keep that ball and sell it online on eBay? Get get your get your four hundred one k all padded up, mm-hmm. or you ask Longo for just some cleats and you walk away. What's your take on that? Uh, I'm not. Longo hasn't given me anything in my career. Some great moments, some great memories, but I'm keeping that ball and trying to cash in on a payday. I just won okay. a little mini lottery, so. That's what I'm going with. I know it might sound heartless, but uh, some of us uh, need more money than others. If I was <laughs> this guy, I think th- you, you make the example of the Bucks guy. Yeah. Uh, the fan, I think he's a doctor or getting close to being a doctor. So uh, he might be in a better position financially. But right. uh, today, if it was to happen today, the spot I'm in, uh, I'm making as much money as I can off of that ball i'm how, sorry how much uh, i mean obviously longo's ball and t in tb12's game ball is completely different yeah but 
for TV12, I, I was hearing like 300K, 400K. Yeah, then that just totally cements my decision that That's I'm real money. selling that money or I'm selling that ball to get that money. That's for real sure. money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much Longo's 400th home run would, would, would be on the open market. It would definitely would not be that, but yeah, I kind of have to agree with you. If it's TB 12, if it's a thing I can make life changing money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm taking that route. But if it's something that's, I mean, if it's Longo's 400 ball and, and it's more of a memory for him, yeah. Than anything, I'll, I'll take the signed jersey. I guess it's the context matters. Right. Yeah. Like if it's Wander Franco's first home run, I probably do return that thing. Right. Okay. But right. cool. Yeah, I'm I'm going for the money grab. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I I, I kind of w- want to gauge locked on race listeners. If you have a, a which one would you take the money a, a, and run, or would you mm-hmm. just trade it up some for some memorabilia? You know, write us, you guys know where, at Locked on Race on Twitter, on Instagram, and always at LockedOnRace at gmail.com. Now, I would try to negotiate maybe with Longo and see ha- what his price, what he's willing okay. to give up and give away. But if it's not going to match or get close to what I could get for it on the open market, then how the best deal. I got the best offer. How Raisian. Yeah, of you to just get get market value to, mm-hmm. to just get the, the best offer. I like and it, it would be a little bit different. Okay, maybe I might change my tune if Longo had been in a Rays uniform this entire time. Okay, but I, now that I like he's, that. I'm, it, I to me, I'm almost so far removed from Longo that wow. he comes back for one year and then gets it. I don't have that connection that I would if he's. And not it's not his fault. No, no, say, that's fair. It's not like he's been a Rays lifer. True. There's how many seasons has he been in San Francisco now? Three, Eight, four? nine, twenty, twenty-one, four. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have that allegiance, if you will, anymore. Fair today. enough. So uh, today we want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and uh, on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Okay, Ulysses, getting to uh, really more of an observation than uh, what I learned or a takeaway, but uh, something that I've been thinking about and I think everybody has been thinking about is when are the Rays going to give a contract extension to somebody? When is that shoe going to drop? It has been what the last guy was Blake Snell back in, I don't even know what month that was. Was it March or May March of 2019? Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, my first question for you is, do you see the Rays giving somebody a contract extension over the course of this offseason? Yes or no? Mm, CBA, CBA. Oh, the dreaded Just assume the CBA gets negotiated and hammered out. I know it probably won't happen as we as smoothly hope. as we all yes. want. <laughs> I don't think so, but I, I'm going to say yes, okay. just for the, the the sake of the exercise and the time constraints that we have on the show. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, my next question is: 
you are the Rays, and you have designated, you have set a pot aside. Okay. We have $50 million. Okay. And we can be creative. We can spread it across five years, six years, seven years. We have dollars. We've gone to a player that's on the team within the organization. And we've said, if we give you $50 million, a $50 million contract, will you accept it? Okay. And every player in the Rays organization has said yes, except for one. Wander Franco. Wander Franco said he will not accept anything less than 200, 250 million dollars. He wants to break records. He wants to buy uh, untold number of Lamborghinis and Rolls Royces. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. But everybody else, they say, you hand me a contract that says 50 million dollars, and I I will be willing to go up to eight years, 50 over eight, 50 over seven, however you want to do it. 50... In our coffers, we have $50 million to give to one player, not named Wander Franco. Yes. Who is that player? Who do you give that money to uh, if you're the race? Uh, I, I got to go with three guys in the podium. One, two, three. Number okay. one. No, I, I'll start the, the, the backwards. Number yeah, three. Go backwards. I Because I, you're only giving – you can't – here's the rule. You can't divvy it up 15, uh-huh, no, no, 15, no, no. It has 20. to be one guy. Yeah, one yeah. guy. So my top three on the, on the third place here, Luis Patino. Okay. Young, controllable starter, uh, durable. You've got, you've, you've seen the stuff. Um, I, this is an arm that that you can that you can trust, and you want to be can be the top of the rotation kind of guy that you hope. Mm-hmm. I think Luis Patino would would be one of the candidates there. On my second place for this fifty year five uh, year deal, fifty mil five year, uh, I would put Austin Meadows. Okay. Two out of his three full seasons with, with with the race, he's shown that he is an all-star caliber player, a guy that can be in the middle of the lineup and, and, and provide exactly what you hope for um, from his bat. Yes, is he a little bit platoon heavy? Yeah, but it's the it's a good side of the platoon. It's against righties. So uh, I, I do feel comfortable doing that. He's an athletic guy. I, I know the glove is not necessarily there, but we've always talked about your know, idea of him being a first baseman so I, I and yeah. he would be a lefty first baseman, which is usually a nice little get. He's my second yeah. uh, guy. My first option, mm-hmm. Shane Boss. The delivery is clean. The 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 arm is clean. The 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 way that he commands presence, at least in the regular season, he knew yes. that he belonged. I think the the bright lights may, may, maybe got him a, a bit in, in, in Tropicana Field in that game too. But this is a guy that if I said the same thing about Luis Patino handling a rotation, an ace of the rotation type of guy, he definitely is. So he would take my first spot on, on this on this mythical fifty okay. uh, million five year deal. So you wouldn't give it to, or I guess Shane McClanahan would not be in your top three. No, he would not be. Would he be on yours? Uh, I honestly don't have a top three. Oh, I just have one guy. Okay. And his name is Shane. And I agree with you. It's Shane Boggs. <laughs> okay. That's who I'm giving it to. Okay. And, Same reason? Or do you have a, 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 another one? Well, I think just the fact of how quickly he's developed since the pandemic, like you mentioned, the change in the delivery, he's already got four usable, good, very good pitches. Yeah. I mean, really the only pitch that I think doesn't even need a ton of work, but maybe a little tinkering is the change up. If he right. can get some more arm side run, but it already has a about 10 mile per hour differential between his fastball, which again, 
one of the more cleaner, easier deliveries that you're going to see. And 100%. coming out of his hand, I went and watched clips of him today, and you don't know if that's a slider down and away coming. You don't know if that's a curveball in the zone coming. You don't know if that's a, a fastball up and away, up and in coming. You don't know if that's a changeup down and away coming. Like The overlay. Is, I, I'd, I'd yeah. love to see a pitching ninja type of overlay or the ones that Alex Fast does. Uh, those would be yeah. really cool with, with his delivery because – it does seem like it's just you have to guess yes. very late, and that's exactly what you want from your from your pitcher is that everything looks the same for a long period of time, and then it diverts. Yeah, and you know what? If I know that he got pulled early, and the bright lights might have gotten to him a little bit at Tropicana Field in the playoff game, but it's not like he didn't have some good at bats or some good good portions of that outing, like. You had some sword, excuse me, swings from Rafael Devers and Kyle yeah. Schwarber. So he's still, and what? It was his fourth career start yeah. <laughs> in the big leagues? We forget that, don't we? We're and, like, oh, Shane and Drew just folded under pressure. It's like Shane was his yes. fourth, and Drew's was what, his 11th? At a young 22 years old. Yeah. Two. And Dude was pitching in double A, Kevin. Yeah. And, this and, year. Am I speaking out of turn and saying that he's further along at his age right now than Tyler Glass now was no, at his age? Not at all. So Not at all. I mean, you saw uh, Tyler's struggles when he came over in 2018. Yeah. And he got barraged by the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays. I think he got tagged for like seven runs in the first couple innings. It, uh, no, it, 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 it's it, he's just a different type of yeah. beast. So I, I do think um, that that's it. Now, do you – I want to kind of see your podium though. Okay. I, I want to okay. poke a little. I mean – Two and three, Meadows, Patino, is that a good two and three in your viewpoint? Mm. Or do you see another guy that I didn't say that could be a two or three? It's tough. I, I don't know about I, – I would almost have McClanahan on the top three. Really? Yeah. Probably before Meadows and Patino. Okay. To be honest. Okay. I don't know if I have a number three as of right now. What I'd really like to see is what – and I know it's not really completely fair, but see what Josh Lowe can bring to the table, but Al Bruhan can bring to the table and maybe see if, if they really show it, then maybe you give the extension to one of those guys. Or you could technically, if, if per my question, if anybody is willing to take this deal, except for Wander Franco, maybe you give it to Tyler Glass now. <laughs> so that might be my top three right there is Shane Bosch, okay. Shane McClanahan, and Tyler Glass now, Ooh. to be frank and honest. And then maybe number four is... No, Randy Rosarina or something like that. But no, if, with, if, if with, you're stretching that 50 to Tyler Glass now, this is a very interesting yeah. hypothetical here. $50 million for three years, I think Tyler says yes. Probably, yes. 50 year for 50 mil for five. Yeah, I don't I think know. he does. But you know, speaking of Shane, and I think again, if Shane Boz legitimately would, I think, I know we're just talking in hypotheticals yeah. here, but he might actually take a deal like this where he looks to one side, the other side, is, look what happened to Chris Archer. Yeah, look, look what happened to Tyler Glass now. Yeah. Look what happened to Brendan McKay. Look what happened to Brent Honeywell. It's got to be scary. I mean, in, in look what happened to Yanni Chirinos. Yanni Chirinos. Yeah. Sometimes you just have enough bullets, Kevin, that you have two good seasons, something happened. Yeah. Ask Mark Fitrich. Oh, 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 of the of the Tigers in what the seventies or eighties? Yeah, I, it, that's what happens. Sometimes you get injured. You are a great star, and boom, mm -hmm. you're done. You're out of the game. People forget about you completely. 
It happened to Jeff Neiman. Yeah. He was a serviceable guy, a, a middle-of-the-rotation guy. Got hurt, got hurt, boom. Matt done. Moore. Matt Moore. Somehow still toiling, I guess, with yeah. the Phillies. But, but not the but, guy that we expected him to be. And not the guy that's earning what he, yeah. we expected him to earn. So, yes, I, I think young guys, the Shanes, the Louises might yeah. look. Even Tyler might look around and say, hmm, maybe secure money is better than not secure money. But you know what's better regardless of your situation, Kevin? What's that? Oh, my God, build bars. Build bars. I mean, no matter. I mean, even if you're stuffed, you can still have a built bar and not feel guilty because they're healthy and delicious and they've got tremendous flavors. I mean, you got raspberry, coconut, cherry barcia, double chocolate, German chocolate. I mean, it, it, the, the, the flavor list is endless. And the best thing about it is the low calories, too. 130 to 180, four, uh, five grams net carbs, sugar too, very low. So you got to get yourself some Built Bars today. You go to Built.com. But before you purchase, you hit that buy button, you hold up and you say, wait, <laughs> Ulysses said, use the promo code. And you're going to use the promo code. It's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You hit that promo code. You get your 15% off. Uh, of your purchase, and you're going to get some healthy and tasty, delicious bars called Built Bars. All right. The World Series, believe it or not, Sands Rays begins on Tuesday. It'll be the Atlanta Braves going up against the Houston Astros. Am I fair in saying that uh, I think 99% (laughs) of baseball fans, 99.9% of baseball fans are rooting (laughs) For the Braves in this one, I and I, whoever, only Astros fans are rooting for the Astros. I think uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, uh, maybe not, uh, uh, but uh, it does feel like that on social media yeah. that it's basically Astros against twenty nine other fans, and we all know why. Uh, it's because it's um, yeah. Let's go, let's go, Charlie Morton. Let's yes. go, Travis Darno. Uh, you know, it's uh oh Guillermo Heredia, Drew Smiley. You know what? If if the Braves win this oh, thing, look at that the the Rays should get like a transitive World Series ring, <laughs> or a trophy, or a replica, something. Hey, we gave you four or five players that we, contributed and made an impact on this postseason roster for the Braves. Kevin, Help us out. we already have enough banners that maybe we shouldn't fly too proudly. Wild card banners, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the wildcard banners, by the way? Uh, I think it's kind of Bush League. I think that the Rays, maybe if it happened in the first year, first couple years, I get it, right? Hey, first winning season, you make the playoffs, okay, do it. But they shouldn't be hanging wildcard banners up any longer. You know what it is? It sucks because in 08, they won the division. 2010, they won the division. Yeah. So you had two divisional banners there. And the 2011 was just so magical that they were like, yeah. okay, well, we have to put a banner. And that's a mis- that was a mistake. I think no. you should you could have done something special without making it a banner. And they kind of did that with the 162 landing, did they not? Yes. I mean, that, that's all you need to do, really. You don't need to do anything else. It's part of the stadium yeah. now to remember. But I know, just a little plaque, just like, you know, yeah. retired numbers, you could put a wild card plaques instead of a banner because a banner mm-hmm. is a pretty big and it's always there so yeah I, I i don't know how we got into the banner talk but um who are who do you think wins this thing we know we're going for the braves here but yeah. do, are they actually going to win it 
No, I mean, it, not, not, not so. No, let me take that back. I want them to win very badly. Yes. If they win, I actually will be kind of surprised because I saw this team and and and, and 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 live and 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 they had components there. They, obviously, they were a different team on July nineteenth that they are right now. Right. And we've always said. Playoffs is whoever gets hot at the right time. They got hot at the right time. They really did. And if they can somehow manage their way out of the, the bullpen, uh, that it's the it's the the their, their biggest flaw, mm-hmm. then yeah, I, I think they've got they certainly have a chance. If I were to put, you know, betting lines on this on betonline.ag, I would go 60-40 Astros are probably going to win this, but I'm like a hundred percent want the Braves to win this look I don't disagree I think that let me say this I think the Astros are a more well-rounded better team they've got more star power they look the part yeah but the Braves have something special going on they've already got they've already gotten through better teams in the Brewers in the Dodgers to get to this point and I will add I'm not sure how much of a difference it makes, but it is a little bit of a difference knowing that Lance McCullers is not going to be available right. for the Houston Astros. But I think the Braves have that overcome adverse. They, they've got that 2019 Nationals feel to them. Yes. And they're kind of in a way, hey, we're just going to ride the horses that we have. We're, we're going to ride Charlie Morton. We're going to ride Max Freed. We're going to yeah. ride Ian Anderson. They got enough lefties to neutralize Jordan Alvarez. Look, I, I would put, if we're going to stack roster and talent side by side, I would take the Astros just right. about every yeah. other time, every time. But I think Atlanta pulls this thing off. I don't know how they've done it, how they've gotten to this point God, so far, but right. I, they've got that little magic, that little special sauce of, they, hey, and really there's nothing that's set them back. They lost Acuna Jr. They, they lost Azuna. I mean, they basically had to remake their outfield on the fly. Yeah. They've got Adam Duvall playing center field in a decent center field at that. It's, and they've got they've got some some guys that are just showing some magic. Rosario. Like they yeah. They're doing things that I can't exactly pinpoint it or explain it. I really don't think they're like a great, amazing team. You just look at hey, they only won 88 games in the regular season but they're hot at the right time. They have things going for them at the right time. Their confidence level has to be through the roof. Uh, veteran presence. Uh, I like Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta. I, you know what? Uh, I hope the baseball gods hear you. And, and, and that's exactly what happens. And we've talked about it. You, not only crapshoot, but you need that kind of, magic dust mm-hmm. surrounding the mythical run to the yes. world series and what they overcame in this team and all that the Braves have that oozing out of them and the Eddie Rosario <laughs> like getting him this year and just have this type of production it's always that guy it's always yes. the one guy that is completely not on anybody else's radar that becomes a, a postseason start happening yeah. with Howie Kendrick. It happened with Randy Rosarena. It's happening with Eddie Rosario. Uh, there, there's just some magic in there. Jock with Peterson, Jock for example. Peterson. Yes. And doing it against his ex-team, too, yeah. in the NLCS. That was really cool. So, no, 100% let's go Braves. If they take it, though, 
if they take this, I, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long one. It's going to be six games, seven games. I do yeah. not see the Astros folding. I mean, also, if we're going to just be a little bit of devil's advocate, who has the biggest chip on their shoulder in baseball? The Houston Astros. True. As, as, as wrong as that chip on their shoulder is because it is wrong, they were the ones that put that on themselves. They did that. Nobody yeah. else told them to do that. They did that, and they got caught. But the problem, they, they have it, and they think everybody hates them. And that probably yes. is very true. A lot of people dislike them. That amps up a team. That amps up a team like, every, oh, we're going to show everybody. And, mm-hmm. and there is something to that. So it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to go long, six, seven games. I don't see this. Yeah. Ending quite quickly. It's going to go long, and the games, I think, are going to be long as well with all the pitching changes that we could see from both sides. And, I mean, uh, John Romano with the Tampa Bay Times wrote a really interesting article about the length of games, and I don't want to get into get off my lawn, old man, (laughs) boomer type. But, look, and I know this game is in Houston to start, at 8 p.m., but you got to push the games back to 7.37. I can't can't be staying up till midnight. To watch the conclusion no. of a game. No, I. Uh, why 8 p.m.? Why 8 p.m.? Yeah. I don't. I. I don't understand that. It must uh, be the central time with Houston, but still, it doesn't matter. It, do, it should not matter. You're trying to get the national audience. People are there for the TV. You're all, People will find a way in Houston to get to the game if it's at six or seven or five or four. It doesn't matter what time it is. They're going to make. They're going to make their way to the ballpark. You, if you are willing to make ALDS games at 1 p.m. Yeah you should be able to make uh, World Series games mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Ooh, yeah. gosh forbid somebody takes an hour off work if they, they, if they themselves chose to go to the World Series game. Like, it's, it's preposterous. We're not going to stay up till midnight to watch this. If, we got work to do, man. Like, I know. God, dang it. No. Question. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned this series will go long. Uh-huh. And most of the postseason games so far this year – have been like three and a half hours. Yes. Ellie. There's yeah. been some lengthy, some marathons. Mm-hmm. 23 hours of baseball over under Ooh. for the World Series. Hmm. Over. I agree. Over. <laughs> Lock in, everybody. Lock in. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, go Braves. Go Braves. That's what Let's we got. Go. That might have to be our adopted team. Yes. If and when the... Hey, easy. No, okay. none of that. I'll cut it off. Sign then. us off. All right. Sounds good. Fair enough. Thank you for making the Locked on Rays, not Locked on Braves, Locked on Rays your first listen every day. Now make sure your second listen is the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. Host Arm Layton is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check that out as well.